So no matter how the day goes wrong, if you at least have in the morning have gotten that one task done, which you've already determined is the biggest driver in your business, uh, it helps you elevate and move much faster. Hey, if I hit these things, it's a successful week. I've done these things. I don't feel like I haven't done enough for the week because I said, this is what I'm going to do. And it's just the top priority items. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Neil Parekh of Made This. Neil, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Gresh. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm super excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Neil so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Neil is the CEO and founder of Made This, a work-from-anywhere cleaning franchise focused on Airbnb cleanings. Made This has been called the franchise for millennials, given its fully remote model and new-age spin for an old-school cleaning industry. As he built his business to reach millions in revenue, Neil traveled globally for five years while managing a fully remote team, living the digital nomad life and neil is also host of the remote local podcast which discusses how to start a remote local business and travel well neil super excited to have you on one pack one podcaster to another are you ready <laughs> to speak to the imco community well, let's hit it man i'm excited Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit. I know I touched on it a little bit when I read your bio, but here a little bit more about your CEO story. We'll let you get started. Yeah, sure. So actually right out of college, I started working in the finance industry. So I worked in uh, tech venture capital investing companies um, from companies I found invested about $20 million. And from deals I worked on was about $100 million of investment over a few years. So I was there kind of climbing the corporate ladder and I realized like, I'm just not a finance guy. This is not what I want to do long hours at a cubicle, spreadsheets in the night, uh, just wasn't my life, right? So, uh, you know, decided, hey, I wanna try something else. Let me try to start a side hustle. So a couple of years in is when I was just trying out things, moonlighting, just seeing what works and most stuff was a flop. Tried e-commerce, like uh, digital marketing, online blogging, just nothing was really hit. Finally, um, Gresham, have you heard about reddit.com? Yes. Mm -hmm. I was on Reddit when I should have been working and read a post of a guy who started a cleaning company. And I thought, you know what, let me try this. He posted the steps here and it just started working. I started realizing in hindsight, that's because it's a very old school industry. I was doing just things which are like current marketing, but in this old school industry and it was working. And um, anyways, my main goal was a couple of things. I wanted to provide financially for my parents and quit quit my job and travel the world. So I had to build this local business in a way that was conducive for me to be able to travel from anywhere. So a couple of years into my job, um, you know, I think at that point we were just hitting 30,000 a month in revenue or so is when I decided to quit, go full-time, go to one way fly to South America, just started building this, building me this remotely uh, and growing it. And within that first year of going full-time, the business doubled, kind of kept growing from there. Uh, so that's my story. And then um, just last year, we started uh, the franchise model. Now people were saying, hey, can I copy what you guys are doing? And I said, sure, let's just do it via franchising. So just looking for a handful of motivated folks who just literally want to copy and paste what we're doing in their own city in the U.S. So that's where we're at now. 
Nice. I absolutely love that. And it's so funny. I, I just was, you know, um, on a call with somebody and I was just saying the exact same thing, which you just said is that a lot of times people start franchises because they've had so much success and they have a replicable model that they want to try to pass on to other people. So it's great to kind of hear that you've been able to kind of create that model and then have opportunities for other people as well, too. Yeah, I appreciate it. And like, it, it's funny with franchising, like, I always thought it's such an old school thing, like franchising. That's what my parents do. Like, I, I you know, uh, but another thing I, I like going into old school industries, franchising is an old school industry. Like all these guys are doing the same way, the same thing they've been doing forever. So, you know, doubling down on bringing technology and new processes to an old school industry is what I'm doing in franchising. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I think so many times, and I don't know if you went through the same experience when you were trying to find that thing, so to speak, um, but we always are looking for, um, you know, whatever the new shiny thing is that we could kind of lean mm-hmm. into. But sometimes it's looking at what exists and bringing those new ideas to something that is an old industry like you were able to do is sometimes the biggest innovation and creative thing that you can um, implement. Absolutely. And the reality is, I feel like it de-risks a lot of things. Like, you know, this industry exists, you know, businesses are making money in it. You just have to do a little bit better. Right. So I I think it it de-risks a lot of things as well. Yeah. And I almost feel like at the heart of, you know, business, it's all about, you know, minimizing as many risks as possible. Most people think, you know, people that are in business are the people that are, you know, jumping out of airplanes and, you know, um, blindfolding themselves and driving on motorcycles and things like that. But really at the heart of business, you're trying to minimize the risk as much as possible so that you can succeed as much as possible. Yeah. Very well said. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to, to drill down a little bit more. I know you touched a little bit upon the business, the franchise. Could you take us through a little bit more on how you're serving your clients, where you're serving them and how you're making the impact for the clients you're working with? Sure. So let me talk about a little bit about corporate and kind of what it is we're doing. So we're actually the first and only cleaning franchise focused on vacation rental. So this whole Airbnb short-term rentals thing popped off recently, last few years. And uh, all of a sudden, these Airbnbs need a cleaning service, right? Turnover cleaning service, high volume between guests, no one's really doing it. No one's doing it with a tech spin. So we could actually sync into the calendars of Airbnb host or VRB host or anyone, automate the scheduling. Anytime there's a guest checkout, automatically schedule cleaning with us. So we do that plus residential cleaning and residential cleaning with a new age twist, meaning online booking, flat rate pricing, log into reschedule, automated notifications, like just trying to make it as convenient as possible. That's kind of the stick of what we're doing um, from like the individual level. And that's how we've grown. Uh, on the franchise arm, um, or offering is exactly that as a package for the franchisee, right? So if you want to have a local business copy the systems, if you want to do it completely remote and travel the world like I did, we do half of this. We do tons of things for you as part of this, uh, and you get a copy of the blueprint as well. So that's the business service we're offering now. Nice. I love that. And again, you know, just to get that opportunity to kind of, you know, lean into the expertise and knowledge and I imagine things that aren't worth all the, the the rolling up your sleeves and things that probably didn't go according to plan that you probably went through when building the business, you get to kind of jumpstart, you know, your business uh, with all your knowledge and information. And just time collapsing, right? Like I made so many mistakes at the, at the beginning. I was doing it as a side hustle on my job. And, um, you know, we had our first cleaner. I didn't know how to pay the cleaner. So it was like, okay, just like come outside of my building. I'd go to the ATM, grab cash, car drives by. I'd give the guy money. And like everyone in my building could see me going outside <laughs> and giving the guy money in the car. So like, you're a drug dealer for sure. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. But like, no, I'm just, yeah, I should have uh, a cleaning business. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to tell them that either. So I was just like, all right, I can't explain what I'm doing over here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, luckily, so you- hopefully, I, like my franchisees don't have to, look like drug dealers anymore. They, I can tell them exactly how this works. 
Yeah. So I know we don't have, I don't have a blueprint or anything in front of me, but I can assume that that's probably not in the pages of the blueprint about like yeah. how to give cash. <laughs> Chapter one, don't be a drug dealer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. No, I, I love that. So, uh, but let me ask you this. I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself, the business, the combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Sure. Uh, and question for you, do you mean for the business or myself personally? Either or, either or, or a combination right. of both. Let's do both. Uh, for the business, uh, the franchise for millennials, new age, tech savvy, focused on like millennials, Gen Z, just people who want convenience, people who want to book from online, people who want automation, no like in-person estimates, just as easy as possible is the stick of what we're doing with, with both the service offering as well as the franchise. So that's the, that's unique service offering, what we're doing in addition to going after short-term rentals and Airbnbs, which is high volume. Uh, so I think that's our secret sauce is just kind of being very new age and current in a very old school industry. Uh, personally, secret sauce, I'm, I think it's just, um, you know, I, I feel like I have been um, complimented on my team for identifying problems quickly, meaning if they bring a problem to me, I can say, okay, well, here's the real problem. Here's the core of the problem, right? And kind of building that skill set over time, it's taking a long time, but if you could quickly identify what the crux of the problem is, then all of a sudden you're not putting a bunch of band-aids on stuff. You just go figure out what's the actual problem as opposed to just the symptoms. Um, so I felt like it's taking me a while to develop that superpower, but that's, that's kind of what um, is leading us now. Nice. I absolutely love that. Um, do you, how, how were you able to kind of train yourself to do that? Was that something that you feel like you had a knack for over time or was this something that you just started to, to kind of work on different issues? Like as you were kind of experimenting and saw that this was something that you could, uh, you could use as superpower. Yeah, really good question. Um, I think generally with superpowers, you don't really know it's a superpower until you get enough people telling you about it. And you're like, Oh, I guess that's a superpower, I guess. Uh, for me, I'm sure it sure was not natural. I think it's just me putting out enough fires to kind of see patterns naturally, right? It just kind of just occurs after you do something repetition to say, Oh, this is the real problem or Hey, this is the real problem. And whenever I'm sure everyone listening can attest to this, if you're the owner, the founder, you're dealing with all these problems, right? So as long as you don't try to put a band in on it and really think, okay, what's the real problem you will develop everyone will develop the same superpower very quickly. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Um, dude, let me tell you something that's been game changing and it only takes me five minutes. Seriously. Um, I plan the next day, the night before, and I know like, it's not people say this all the time, but I'll tell you why it's been so game changing for me. Cause in the morning, if before I used to wake up, look at my email inbox, which is what people are demanding of my time, right? Um, which is probably not as high priority. And the reality is all tasks are not made equal. If you check mark a bunch of stuff on your task list, doesn't mean you really made progress. That just means you check marked a lot of stuff off. So the cool part when you start planning ahead of time with a clear mind the night before, you should, you've identified what is the biggest driver in my business. I'm going to put that as number one task list. It's the first thing you do in the morning. It's written at the top. That's what I got to do. So no matter how the day goes wrong, if you at least have in the morning have gotten that one task done, which you've already determined is the biggest driver in your business, uh, it helps you elevate and move much faster. So having that shift has also caused me like uh, less anxiety just because I know like, okay, I've already planned that like, hey, if I hit these things, it's a successful week. I've done these things. I don't feel like I haven't done enough for the week because I said, this is what I'm going to do. And it's just the top priority items. So that's actually been very game changing for me. And it literally takes a few minutes the day before. That's it. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So it's a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I, I like to say it might be something you would tell a franchisee, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah, oh man, I don't, I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, one thing I kind of, I guess, advice I'd give to everyone is um, if you don't like doing something, pay and outsource it quicker as opposed to just leaving on you and getting it done. Because sometimes you, people, especially entrepreneurs, we just use grunt force just to get stuff done. And kind of what I realized time and time again is like, if you really hate something, even though you think like, oh, I'm the only one who can do it, figure out like how to pay more than you might be comfortable with just to get it out of your way. Because that'll free up your time and energy to do something more meaningful. Uh, for me, even now I have trouble because I don't, I don't want to pay for stuff unnecessarily, but there's some stuff where I'm like, I just hate doing this. Like, why am I doing this task repeatedly? Uh, and I wish I would have told myself, dude, it, like, it sounds like big money now, but in the future, it's not going to be that much money. Just get it out of your way. So that's just, that's kind of a, a nugget I would love to pass on to myself in the past. Nice. And, and definitely tell my younger business self that as well, because um, I think it's so valuable to kind of make sure that we're drilling into that. And I love how you said the time. Obviously, time is you know of great value, but also the energy. Um, yeah. There's a limited amount of energy that you have, and you want to put that towards the solutions, the things that ultimately you, you are only going to be able to do or do to the best um, level for yourself and for the organization. So spending that energy in the best possible place is going to help you move forward as well. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Neil, what does being a CEO mean to you? Uh, being a CEO, I guess I'll equate that to being a founder. Um, man, it goes so many different ways. For me, being a CEO means um, having the freedom to dictate your company in the way you actually want. Um, and a lot of times um, I say this because I believe your business should be almost an extension of you where it's there to serve you as opposed to you are serving the business. So if you're a CEO, that doesn't mean I need to serve this business at the sacrifice of my life. You're the CEO. You could literally make this company what you want as long as it's serving others in the way you want, as long as it's serving you in the way you want. So using that wisely. So what it means for me is like, I want to be CEO because I want to provide freedom for myself as well as freedom for my team members. Time, location, freedom, monetary freedom, that's what I want to do. So that's my goal as the CEO is to provide that level of freedom. That doesn't mean I will sacrifice my life for the detriment of that because luckily I'm the CEO and I could actually decide that. So uh, yeah, being the dictator of your of your own company in a positive way is what it means to me. Christian, I'm sure you've answered this in previous podcasts. Same question to you. What is your answer? Yeah, for me, I mean, I think it's ultimately about like kind of what you said about freedom, but I think it's ultimately, you know, a way by which you're able to kind of create your own path in your own lane. I've always said that entrepreneurship to me is equal hope and the hope, a lot of, a lot of that hope is in alignment with what you said, because it's the opportunity that we sometimes don't realize we have. I don't know that a lot of people, I myself have not been groomed to be an entrepreneur, to be a CEO, to be a business owner. So once you realize that, hey, I can think something and I have this vision and oh, it came to fruition, it becomes hopeful because you start to see problems, you start mm -hmm. to see certain things and you get to create hope in whatever way you decide and a hope to see hope. Wow. Well said, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's why I call it the IMCO podcast. So there we go. Yeah. And there we have it. So <laughs> you know, uh, definitely appreciate that definition. Obviously, obviously, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you, find out about the franchise opportunities and all the awesome things you and your team are working on. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, if anyone has questions for me at all about anything, you go to neoparec.com or made this franchise, M-A-I-D-T-H-I-S franchise.com. I'm pretty active on Twitter. So message me over there as well. Um, and just, I guess, ask for all the listeners. I am looking for a handful of franchisees for this year across the U.S. who want to copy the blueprint of what we talked about here, have a remote local business, um, and just grow. So if you or someone you know might be interested, just shoot me a message. Nice. I appreciate that. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. Thank you so much for doing that. Appreciate you for taking time out, of course, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thanks so much, Gresham. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.